Welcome to Charged Up Studio Live, where small business owners get charged up for success. Are you a small business owner? Do you find yourself struggling through the many responsibilities that come with the title entrepreneur? Well, we're here for you. Charged Up Studio is hosted by Market Academy LLC, your prescription for what we call OPA. What is OPA? It's when you become so overwhelmed with the confusion that comes with business ownership that you become paralyzed and ultimately avoid doing anything in hopes it will take care of itself or you put it off till later. Does that sound familiar? I'm your host, Dan Olivo, and each week we bring a business professional eager to charge you up as they talk about the many things that keep you from moving forward with your small business. So are you ready to get charged up for success? Let's hit it. So welcome back to Charged Up Studio, where we bring you insightful conversations with industry leaders and experts. I'm Dana Olivo, your host, and today we're continuing our season five kickoff with our monthly focus on charting your business's path to success. I don't know how many of you in our audience have seen the movie, The Matrix. One of the most notable quotes in the movie is when Morpheus presents the choice of whether to take the blue pill or the red pill. The blue pill allows the story to end and you go on believing what you want. Choosing the red pill allows you to remain in a wonderland and see how deep the rabbit hole goes. Could that rabbit hole lead to disaster or ultimate freedom and success? The choice is yours to make. So we have a very special guest joining us today who is going to enlighten us on how to find our internal freedom, satisfaction, and happiness that will contribute to, our more, to a more fulfilling business experience. Today, we're going to delve into the journey of self-discovery and personal triumph by exploring with the red pill, what the red pill has to offer with Larry Cole with Red Pill Pathways. We're venturing into a pivotal question that shapes the paths to success. Should we follow predefined roadmaps laid out by others or should we turn inwards crafting our own unique pathway towards freedom, satisfaction, and success. So without further ado, let's all welcome the Charged Up, to Charged Up Studio stage, Mr. Larry Cole. Welcome, Larry. Thanks, Dan. I'm so excited to have this conversation. That was quite an intro. I feel like we're so in sync on this. It's incredible. Oh, I just love going in and doing the research and saying, okay, where can we take this? You know, and you know, I, our conversation yesterday just led us, you know, completely. We just fit, okay? And I see, I, I, I immediately picked up on where you're going with this. So I'm hoping that we're going to be able to, to capture as much as we can into this podcast interview, because I think our audience can really benefit from hearing what you have to say. So before we get started, all right, I always ask all of my guests one specific question. Are you okay with that? Of course. Okay. If you were to go back in time and confront your younger self, mm. 
what sage advice would you give him and at what age? Oh my gosh. It's such a hard question because I look at all of these so-called challenging or difficult, painful experiences, and I'm so glad I had them now. So it's hard to look back and, and say, don't have those experiences. However, I think that it's a very relevant question because I could have discovered what I've discovered now a lot earlier. And amen. I think, I think, amen. Right. So the, the <laughs> so I, I wish I would had been able to do this. Um, I think I would go back to five. I think it starts about five. I think when we're five, we begin to take on the belief systems of the society that are not ours. And I think they come from the family, they come from the, 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 the education system, they come from the neighborhood. I think they're also deeper. I think they're in our uh, collective understanding of our historical memory of our ancestry. And I think they come uh, from places we may not even understand, but it's really deep uh, down in there. And what happens is when you're five years old, you're pure. You're who you are. You're who you are. Yes. And then you take on as true what's called a belief. And a belief is basically just something you accept as true. But you haven't experienced it. So how do you know? Right. So I would tell the five-year-old, you already got this. And it's not don't listen to them. It's listen to them, but believe yourself first. In other words, you already know the answer. So when you have that conflict where you feel like, that doesn't seem right to me, yeah. believe that. No, you're absolutely right. And that's a whole other conversation. Podcast interview we can have is, like you said, at five years old, you know, that's when you're introduced to the public school system or the private school system and and those beliefs are fed to you, you know, as opposed to drawing them out. That's a whole other interview here. <laughs> so well, I'm going to relate this to entrepreneurship. Okay, no, and that's great. That's great. So let's let's uh, get started here with our interview. And and um, the first question I would like you to answer is: What is Red Pill Pathways? All right. The idea in the movie, The Matrix, is that an individual has a moment in time where something happens inside them. Relating it to the entrepreneur experience, it could be a feeling of, I know there's something more for me and I can't get that working for somebody else. Right. So I'm going to go do this thing, whatever this thing is. And I wouldn't call that the red pill moment. I would call that the moment of decision to make the decision to put yourself along the trajectory of getting toward the red pill, blue pill decision, right? So in other words, what just happened here is you jumped out into the world and will be tested. So I call that in storytelling, Joseph Campbell, the master storyteller, calls that the call to adventure. 
So you've you've had the call to adventure. Now you're out here in entrepreneur land. There will be a moment where you're going to have a choice. The conventional entrepreneurial approach may work for you. I believe that it is possible to work probably for 96% of the people out there who really don't want what maybe they even think they want. They just want it to be a little bit better. They want a safe place. They want to find enough money to feel like I can do what I want. I can enjoy my life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's called the blue pill. Now, right. if you can find somebody to help you do that because you can copy what they did, you're going to be fine. That's then there's you- the 4% like us yeah. who need the red pill. And the red pill is the harder road, less traveled. It's actually easier, right? Once you figure it out. Right. The matrix is a storyline, I think illustrates this pretty well. Right. No, definitely. Definitely. You know, and, and the fact that you bring this up, you know, and, and we, we as individuals, whether it's in our personal lives, in our business lives or whatever, you know, we tend to try and take that hard road, but without any uh, introspective, Inter- introspection, okay, without yeah. the knowledge base on what to, be- what to base that introspection on, okay? We've got a belief system, but we don't know how to go about, you know, that clarity comes, and correct me if I'm wrong, that clarity comes when you are introduced to a means that you can grab onto. Yes. And well, I th- so I think that to define what is this pathway, what is this red pill pathway is that it's the pathway into yourself as the creator of your life experience. So the entrepreneur experience on this pathway road less travel for the 4%, I would say 4% in any given market are really on this pathway. These are the people who are getting most of the money too. (laughs) They're having most of the success because they've recognized that there's something special about me. And I'm not going to get the answer to that by following somebody else's life journey or program or experience. So I'm going to allow this to come out of me. I'm going to find it inside myself. And and that is the, the red pill you're still kind of taking the the red pill when you you haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. So that that moment of figuring it out or that consistent moment of continuing to figure out is the is the journey part. So that I think the challenge like you're saying is is being aware enough where when you get hammered, you get hit by a bus or somebody pounds you up the side of the head, or all of a sudden you launch a big program and it fails, or you see your business imploding on you. Those are the moments where it's kind of telling you, okay, now it's time. Right. That that is, now it is your opportunity to go down where you want to really go. Well, and, 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 and you're absolutely right. You know, and you know, I love the way that you say this because, you know, my own personal experience, you know, with my own company and just my own personal rele- revelations, you know, with everything I've gone through, there's been so many clarifying moments. Oh, yeah. Right? So <laughs> many clarifying moments that have tweaked 
the trajectory of my life, you know, and in some cases completely turned it around. And COVID being one of them is what introduced that need to be able to pivot. pivot all right. Um, but where I understand you're going and what you're saying here is, you know, we have a belief system within ourselves, all right, that others don't have. That's it's right. Our own belief system. And if we try and duplicate someone else's, it's not really feeding our belief system. Yes. And I think to make the language um, simple, the way I look at it is I just define it based on how the language works. So a belief is is information you got from somebody else that you believe you you have you have adopted as a belief. You've believed in it, that information from that is basically constructed by the society. So that's entrepreneur pathway number one, which is you gotta you gotta struggle, you gotta make the effort, you gotta be up for the challenge, you gotta force the result, you gotta focus on your KPIs, you gotta have your strategy and your tactics and you make it happen. And that's that's version number one, which to me is the societal belief system. Now the road less traveled is less of a belief system than an inner experiencing of truth. Now, this is where things get confusing and I won't get too philosophical because it's going to steer everything in the wrong yeah. crazy direction. Yeah. <laughs> but the inner truth understanding just means it feels right for you. In other words, feels right is the direction you take. And this is the fun part, because when you learn how to do this, it turns out surprisingly, or really not surprisingly, I guess, because it's logical that we live in something called a reality system. I just call it the entrepreneur reality system, which is that there's forces and laws and principles working on us and actually that we can leverage to work on our behalf that have always existed here in the same way you have gravity that in natural laws that function in, in the world of experience that we're in. When you access that, you're accessing a very powerful uh, truth uh, system, really, that you can use as an entrepreneur to construct a business from your inner experience of that and anchoring everything into that. And then you're not steered all over the place by the vagaries of the moment right. and advice other people are giving you. Or you can challenge, you can challenge these, these so-called truths that have been out there forever. You know, um, a, you know, a perfect example, we talked about what my belief is or what my vision is for my company and challenging um, the fact that early stage businesses don't get the support that they need from the government. All right. Whereas my belief system is if we were able to help these small businesses and show them the roadmap to growing and scaling a business, that's only going to pump more money into our economy, which is going to improve our GDP. It's going to improve our labor force, and it's going to subsequently improve the psyche of the business owner and their family environment. So it's a, it's a BHAG goal. But what I'm doing there is I'm challenging the status quo. Yes. Status quo being the government or even society in general 
won't even get involved in small businesses until they're at least 500,000 in gross revenue or more because it's not a safe environment. That's right. You You're know. challenging the belief system in the society that includes limitations. Right. And truth never includes limitations because we are unlimited. We have unlimited potential deep inside ourselves. And this is what, to me, you're saying. So the way, in my way of thinking, I call these quantum leap experiences. So we're stuck in this matrix of beliefs as entrepreneurs, and we're suffering and struggling in this. And what happens is we have an experience that wakes us up because it kicks us in the head. Right. Right. We wake up and instead of judging it and saying, oh, my God, my life is over or whatever, maybe we do that. And then we eventually give up and say, all right, I'm moving on here. But instead of continuing to force a result, we recognize what's going on inside us. And the op it's called, I call it a quantum leap into a condition called thriving. Mm -hmm. So we were trying to win. We're trying to win a victory over ourselves. We're trying to win a victory over the entrepreneurial environment in the market. We're forcing a result. We're forcing a result. We're trying to figure out what will work. How do I get a result? And then all of a sudden something happens and we're like, well, that's not working for me anymore. Then we move into thriving. It's a quantum leap into a new way of living and experiencing the world. Thriving is when opportunities come from inside you. And this is what happened based on what you're saying. In my uh, judgment is that you realized I'm here for a reason. This is coming. This, this, this motivation is not, I'm not taking on a belief from the society. I'm saying, this is what I want to do because I recognize this matters uh, to me. And you went down that pathway. Right. Right. No, exactly. So what was the awakening moment in yourself? I mean, that you came to. Oh, God. I know. We we talked so, about it. On our <laughs> no, I, I, I disclose everything. But it's not a moment. It's a series of moments and quantum leaps and exponential leaps. Because now I want to talk about expertise. Why am I qualified to talk about this is I'm an expert in it. Um, I am not sharing my experience with people. I am, I am sharing my knowledge from experiencing how this reality system, as I'm calling it, entrepreneur reality system functions. Um, so there's a physicist, uh, his name's Nils Bohr, I think it is. And he's got a great, it's one of my favorite quotes. And he, and he said, what is an expert? An expert is something who's failed in everything in a particular domain of activity. And I'm like, I'm an expert in the inner exploration journey and in being kicked in the teeth as an entrepreneur and succeeding. I'm an expert in these two areas. It's in my DNA. I mean, there's there's not much ground I haven't covered in both of those areas. So what did I learn from that? I learned intuitively, automatically how it works. So I'm not saying I did it this way. No one should do what I did. That's the whole point. No one should go down to Brazil and get hit by a bus to have your experience. Right. <laughs> no one should go through what I went through, not because you can't handle it or anything. It's just because you, you, you've got your own version of- Unique. Of, you're unique. You, you have your own version. So my particular story around this is that I was running a family business that I scaled. So I took it from two to six million in sales when I was in my 20s. Um, I didn't even want to be there. But I just did it. And it never occurred to me that I had a talent for being an entrepreneur. I just felt like I should be a lawyer or a doctor like my brother. 
and I can't because I screwed up when I was younger and I couldn't figure out how to do that. Um, so I felt bad about it. And now I look back and I'm like, wow, it was really good. Uh, and I had no idea what I was doing. So I built up the business and then I scaled it because I automatically knew don't keep doing the work, the things you teach people. So I figured out like, no, you're good at exploring and, and building and moving on. And then you build the infrastructure, you start the infrastructure and you bring people in who know how to build it out. And, and then you start leveraging, managing, and you leverage your time and you move on to the next thing. And I just intuitively knew how to do this. So going back to the, when was the first quantum leap, the quantum leap was that I did it all based on a consciousness of um, feeling shame, of feeling this isn't for me. Why am I doing this? Why am I here? I don't know what I'm doing. I, I approached the world that way from that vantage point and that lens. What happened was I went back to take over the business and I was in way over my head. And I had a moment, and I remember this very clearly, it was 10 o'clock at night, and I'm looking at the P&L, and I'm like, I do not know what I'm doing. Um, we lost our biggest line, our biggest client was a manufacturer's repping company. We lost our biggest client. They fired us because of me, because I wouldn't put up with their crap. <laughs> and I didn't know the politics, and I, I, I'm not very good politically. I am now, but I, I, I won't do it. But I didn't know how to tell them what they wanted to hear. I told them the truth. Right. about what was going on, which is the problem is your fault, not me. They didn't yeah. like that. They fired they me, 20% yeah. of my income gone. My top salesperson quit on me because of that. And she blamed me for it because I didn't play the game. I wouldn't play the game. So all of a sudden I got a mess. I look at my P&L and I'm like, I'm going to have a real financial problem down the road. I completely, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore, mm -hmm. but I had nowhere else to go. The minute that happened, I had a quantum leap into a phase I call thriving now where I'm, I'm, I'm starting to master and focus on how do I learn to struggle with things that are hard? How do I learn to make an effort and have it feel good and not feel like so hard, so much of a struggle? And how do I get up to up for the challenge of being able to do this? My consciousness of myself shifted completely and the business did really well. And I walked away when the industry collapsed with a, with a, a, a lens of vision around it and saying, wow, and I have to, I didn't have to work for a couple of years because I saw it coming because I wasn't enmeshed in this feeling of, I don't know what I'm doing and I need somebody to help me. And, you know, I took control over it because of that leap that I had, which was caused by the tragedy. Right. No, no. I went through similar, you know, just with, um, just within the last three, four years you know, a complete transformation, you know, and again, it came to going within myself and, and, and listening to what, what I knew in my mind was the truth as far as I'm concerned, but I didn't want to face it. Yes. Right? And, and, and when you don't want to, when you don't want to face it, that's what we call self-sabotaging behavior. And unless we can turn around and face the truth within ourselves and get past it, we're never going to move forward. Yes. And this is the, this is going to happen. So if someone is an entrepreneur, I, I will guarantee you that you will face those moments because it's how it is. Mm -hmm. I think the entrepreneurs, the scientists and the artists are, are, are changing the world right now. I think 
when you're a scientist by nature and curious exploration of, of truth, when you're an entrepreneur, curious exploration of how I can transform something and improve it in the world, in your market. When you're an artist, curious transformate, not transformate, but how can I create something that right. means something from me that's unique? Whatever artistic uh, framework you're in, you're changing the world. You're changing the world. So how are we going to shift the world from where it is right now to where it needs to be today? We don't have any time. We're running out of time. We don't have any time for any more small businesses to collapse because the owner doesn't realize their job is to build inner resilience and know how to work through their inner issues. The learning the stuff is easy. That's the easy part. These people are smart. They can learn how to run a spreadsheet or hire people or do those things. It's this other part that's what is what really matters, and they're not concentrating on it. And and it's 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 a matter of operating in a vacuum. You know, if you've got this insight, if you've got this capability of seeing what is needed out there in the market, in the industry, you know, and things like that, um, what's going to help you grow and scale your business is getting that industry behind you. It's getting those people to speak out and say, look, I need this. I want this. You know, why aren't you providing this? Because their voices are the ones that are going to help you grow your business and get your message out there. Oh, yeah. uh, it's, so, it's, so brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So beautiful. And, and the way I think about this is if you want to anchor it in historical truth telling. So let's take it back to historical truth telling. So. Gandhi is in South Africa, right? He's an attorney. He's part of the British empire. And he sees himself as a valuable British subject protected by the British empire, accepted as, as an elite member of, of the, he was one of the top, he was a a top Indian lawyer. He knew all the top Indian. So he goes to South Africa and they throw him off the train physically. This is in Richard Attenborough's movie. So he's Mm -hmm. laying on the ground and he's like, how is this possible? I'm British. How can they treat me like this? So he didn't blame Great Britain yet. That came yeah. later. He blamed yeah. South Africa. Well, what happened there is that he recognized the situation in the market. So let's put this analogy into the entrepreneur world now, right? So then he goes back to India and he looks around India and he's like, wait a minute. We are copying them. We're Indian. What are we doing here? So he goes to Nehru and all the top brahmins that are kind of running the country for the english basically and he's like we got to stop doing it like this and he started the ashram and he put on the robe and he started traveling in third class and he says i'm done with this crap well how do you do that um this is challenging because if you run around and you tell everybody the truth because you've discovered it usually the answer is go away or they want to hang you Mm -hmm. So if you run into the boardroom and say, you guys are doing it all wrong, (laughs) you're going to get kicked out of the room. So there's ways of storytelling and communicating within a market context from subjective experience that are effective. Right. And And that's an important step. Right. And we do get back at that point to the market and let the market speak for yourself rather than going before the supposed experts, you know, and things like that, challenging their thought process, but rather letting your audience or the market or the industry speak on your behalf 
because you internally, you know, having been through the experience and learned from that lessons learned. Okay. Um, you know, you realize that there is a better way of doing this. There's a, there's another, another way, a better, what do you, what do you want to call it? I don't know what you call it. It's not really best practices. It's more like the transformational approach that is anchored in what I just call the, 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 the reality reality system, but it's the reality system of life. It's what's the right thing, right? Applying that into a market that's been distorted Um, by people who are uh, basically taking from the market as opposed to energizing and elevating the market. That's fundamentally the issue of what's going on. Let's talk, um, we've got a few minutes left. Let's talk a little bit about, um, we, I was listening to your video on LinkedIn, you know, and stuff like that. And you were talking about gurus and, you know, uh, uh, you know, things like that. But let's talk a little bit about, um, following others pathways versus creating our own yes 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 talk a little bit about that because the way i associate this okay as a strategist remember i'm an i'm a strategist so i am here teaching small business owners the things that they need to know to make these critical decisions these 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 altering decisions but i'm not trying to tell them this is the way you need to do it Yes, that's yeah. that's the key. So the, let's talk a little bit about that. I think the fundamental concept is to understand uh, this idea. Les Brown has a good quote on this, but I've seen it from other people. It's called, how is not my business? So the, the idea is, what is the vision? So understanding you need a vision. Yeah. So the first thing I would tell people is, uh, what do you want? And then they'll answer me. And I'm are you sure? <laughs> Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? So allow them some space to figure out for themselves what they really want. Now, I have a pathway to doing that that is based on these principles that I've discovered, but I am not telling them how to execute on what they find because it won't work. Right. And that's where the guru problem comes in because you're basically copying someone else's recording of how they executed. And this is the fundamental problem because the execution part comes from an inner guidance of what feels right for you. So knowing who you are, and I just call this the blueprint, is really important as a business owner. So for me, Everything that I have designed for myself is based on my blueprint. Um, My mission type in my blueprint is it's an I am blueprint. It's a to be. It's based on the verb to be. You know, I'm an explorer. I like to think um, the type of person I am in terms of the visions I like to create are about compassionate connection with people around the truth. From my own experience, my personality type is leadership. My um, impact in, in the, what the impact I want to make on other people is I want them to see their vision realized. And it's very important to me, um, to be an innovator and, uh, a visionary in what I do in being that all of the time I carve out a space 
where there's an openness for other people who are complementary to that. I can't do what you do. You're what I would call a motivating power. I am what I call a magical creator. You're a motive. I, I, we don't even know each other that well. And I look at you and I'm like, I think I got this. She's a motivating power guide. You're moving things from one place to another place through That's your energetic perfect. power, through you knowing yourself. You don't have to think about it. It's you. You would do it if nobody paid you. You mm -hmm. have to do it. It's yeah. who you are. And this is what I'm teaching people is express who you are in the world. Right. The money will come. The results are going to be there. Right. Don't even think about them. Right. No, and, 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 you know, with my clients, you know, one, one part of my business is um, I mentor and consult um, small businesses who are wanting to break into the federal government. And I must have about 30 clients that I work with on a regular basis, you know, uh, that I'm working with. And what I'm continuously telling them is the fact that I don't know your business. You're the only one who knows your business. I can give you the guidelines. I can give you the strategy on how you can go ahead, but you're the one who's going to have to sell your business. You're the one who's going to have to create those relationships out there and things like that. And so, you know, and, and that's what you're saying is the fact that, you know, only you, it's your individual, you're the only person who can go in and, and really communicate what it is that you do or you sell or whatever. And yes. I'm always telling them, you can't even hire somebody to come in and do this because that is you. It's your business. It's your culture. But you can find a guru who will take your money to do it for you. Exactly. And it won't work. You know what, you know what, guru, stands <laughs> you know what guru, guru stands for? No. G-U-R-U. <laughs> That's what it's all about. It's, it's all about me. Okay. Right. So I am not yeah. a guru. <laughs> And, and you know, I'm, I'm so, so we, we express ourselves as we are in the business comes from our vision and our vision intent, which starts to narrow and focus as you get to know yourself better. And you think about it in your imagination, what expressed out for me with red pill pathway is I'm not doing what you're doing at all, because I wouldn't want to do that. What, what I'm doing is I am helping entrepreneurs get into that vision and then be able to get them to the point where they are able to turn that vision into a reality through following a pathway that gets them there a lot faster and with less effort and struggle and without looking at it as a project or a problem to be solved. I've kind of tell people is that you don't have a problem. Yeah. There is no problem to solve. You basically just have a uh, experience to live uh, that's right in front of you every day. And right. the pathway towards that is direct route. It's a direct route to what I call, you know, we started at freedom, satisfaction, and happiness on your own terms without compromising anything is actually the fastest path to getting the results. Right, right. No, you're absolutely right. You know, it's not that you can't take um, advantage of lessons learned from others and things like that, but you can't duplicate what others have done to make a success for yourself until you get in touch with your inter your internal peace. And, and that's well and, said. And I think there's yeah. a big difference between how do you do it and what are the skills needed 
to do it. Right. Gurus to me, based on how we're defining it, are an appropriate place to learn some skills. If I want to learn how to present on video, well, now I'm starting to question myself on that. So if I want to learn how to present on video and I don't know who I am, somebody's going to tell me more energy. And I, I did that in a video coach, more energy. I'm like, I don't talk like that. And that's exactly well, my it. energetic that's type. Yeah. My energetic type is about telling the truth, not bringing people energy so they feel better. I'll draw them into my me by telling the truth and they're going to lean forward if they want the truth. And if they're not, they're going to ignore me. Whereas somebody like Tony, Zig Ziglar was like this. Yes. Zig Ziglar did this. Now, Tony Robbins is the opposite. So Tony Robbins is what I call an energy creator. Right. I'm an energy acceptor in, in my blueprint system. Tony Robbins is like making people feel better. He's giving them their energy. That's what he's selling is yeah. they walk away. They say, wow, I feel great. It's because, yeah, Tony Robbins threw his energy at you for right. three days. Right. You're walking over coals, you know. And some and, of and I was taught by, by professionals, uh, coaches, and is be like Tony Robbins. It's not me. Not me. I can't do it. Not and me. I tried. And then I'm like, I'm a terrible speaker. Yeah. No, it's not me. You know, I am, uh, you know, this book that I just finished that's in editing right now. It's funny. I was, I was um, sitting there and I was talking and, and, you know, and I kept relating everything. This is on the Brazil accident and what I've learned since then, you know, and stuff like that. And yeah. as I kept going, I kept associating what was happening to me to a play or on scene because oh, that's what I love thought. It. That's what I was thinking during the accident is what the hell did you do now, Dana? Because you you're in a movie anyways, right? You're, you're, you're a yeah. character in your own movie and that's you're the producer and the director. And that's and what actor, I did, right. And you're playing all the parts and, and you was... separated yourself. Exactly. From exactly. that. And you said, exactly. what's going on here? That is exactly Right. right. And, and that's how I was able to get through this book, you know, at a level that really got into what was really going on inside me mm -hmm. was putting myself in a third position, basically, as an actor and being able yeah. to speak to that, you know, and this is what, you know, I long time ago, I learned with my husband, you know, um, we'll, we'll be married 40 years this New Year's. Oh, Eve. congratulations. <laughs> And um, I was probably about 10 years into the marriage. I finally came to the realization that I was always looking to him to make me happy. Oh, yeah. That's not going to work, is it? No. And I, I came to the realization. I don't know what did it, but I came to the realization that the only way I was going to be happy is through I had to make myself happy. I had to find that happiness inside. So when I went to him and I said, you know, David, I said, look, Here's my revelation that, and I told him, I said, I've come to the realization that I've been looking to you to make me happy. And I realized I can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. I've got to make myself happy. And he looked at me and he says, you don't know the weight you just took off my shoulders. Oh, <laughs> because he was constantly trying to make me happy. Yes. Doing what well, he yeah, he bought into your, so this is, this is a perfect analogy to finish. I mean, I don't know where we're at in time, but I, I think this is a perfect analogy to finish this up because right. the way I interpret what happened there is you had a belief system, right? I need somebody to make me happy. He had a belief system. My responsibility is to make her happy. Exactly. So you're living in each other's realities all the time, 
both unhappy with it. Right. Right. This is entrepreneurs are doing the same thing. My belief system is I got to work 80, 90 hours a week and do crap. I hate all the time because that's what I was told. That's how it works. Um, And then it doesn't work the way I want it to, but I need to work harder at it. You recognized that it's time to make a shift. What is that shift? Well, that's what you got to figure out. Right. So I'm telling people, don't work hard. Figure out what you what work is for you, and it won't feel hard. Exactly. You'll and just don't do be it. afraid to delegate. Don't be afraid to delegate the things that you don't want to do. You know, because that's taking away from the joy and the happiness of having your own business. Yeah. You do what you love to do. You know, it took me a long time to learn. You know, there are certain things, even though I know I could do them, they didn't make me happy. I enjoy working with my clients. I enjoy mentoring them and coaching them and, and consulting with them. I don't enjoy doing bookkeeping. I don't enjoy editing my podcasts. Right. <laughs> you know, I love talking on the podcast and I love the interviews process, but I don't like the process of producing, you know, yes. so I've had to let that part go, you know, and that's what business, especially small business owners need to understand is it's costing you more money to try and do it all yourself than if you were to hire somebody and allow yourself to go out there and sell and do and and bring in more work, you know, that type deal. So anyway, we are coming up on the end of another episode of Charged Up Studio. And thank you, Larry, so much for joining us today. This has been a excellent conversation and shedding light on how to lose, how to choose that red pill and how it can shape our business landscape by just ushering in that freedom and success that we long for. So it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Do you have any last minute tips for our listeners? I think it's actually pretty simple. Um, not that it's not challenging, but it's freedom, satisfaction, and happiness without conditions and without compromise. And the potential inside people is more unlimited than they realize. And I think when you allow yourself to start over every day, yep. where, where you just say, you know, I'm here, I'm going to go after what I want, and I know I'm going to get it. And you keep that vision in mind all of the time. I think success is inevitable um, for people who uh, live this way. Right. And don't look too far ahead. Okay. When, when you look too far ahead, you lose, you, you, you tend to become more discouraged because you're not reaching that goal. So set those smaller goals. I, you know, I fully agree with you. So that concludes our podcast for today. So please leave a review on any of the streaming platforms you are listening to us on or go to Charged Up Studio, to the Charged Up Studio Facebook page and leave a review there. Charged Up Studio is a product of Marketatomy and Marketatomy Academy, the e-learning system designed specifically with the micro business owner in mind. For more information and to register for our many courses, go to marketatomy.academy. So Larry, can you tell our audience how they can get a hold of you um, should they want to reach out to you? The easiest way is to go to redpillpathway.com. And part of what I'm teaching people, I'll I'll kind of uh, do it here. So when I teach people to create their experiences, what I say is not everybody wants to talk to you. They give them an opportunity to get to know you better. 
So if yeah. you go to redpillpathway.com, you want to talk to me, it says, click, uh, click, are you ready for the red pill? Click that if you want to talk to me. And there's some qualification questions for the calls that I'll take. But if you don't want to, um, there's um, opportunities on that redpillpathway.com to get engaged with different kinds of content and an event I run um, in a LinkedIn Live I do on Friday. So you can kind of get to know what I'm talking about without having to make a bigger commitment. Excellent. Excellent. All right. And I will be putting all of Larry's contact information into the transcripts of this podcast once it, it's aired. And um, with that, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. This is Dana Olivo with Market Academy LLC and Charged Up Studio. Until next week, when we have another uh, special guest coming on, I look forward to go, go out and have another Charged Up week. Talk to you later. You've been listening to Charged Up Studio Live, the podcast with you, the small business owner in mind, with your host, Dana Olivo. Join us every Tuesday as we bring you valuable tips and insights into many of the topics you don't know you don't know about growing a successful business. Please leave us a review on any of the streaming platforms you are listening to or visit us on the YouTube or Facebook page and leave a review or subscribe so you don't miss another episode. You can also support us through Patreon by visiting our website, chargedupstudio.live and click on the Patreon link. Until next week, go out and have a charged up week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.